Got to do a better job on both of our ends uh, and right there to, to make the play happen. Elliott, long way to go, won't get there. Yeah, the biggest thing we try to do is just we got we got to process this game, learn from it, move forward, and go have a great practice on Wednesday and our preparation for Sunday. Yeah, we just we didn't get it done. And welcome back to another DST podcast. Your host JT Smellick here. Got some interesting Dallas audio, of course, hearing Jason Garrett once again talk about how we just got to get on to next week, even though we're not ever going to have a next week. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Happy to be here. And I have started this kicking it off with, I'm trying to do, I told you guys we'd have some new surprises and we're starting out final podcast of the year. We have a special guest, not just any special guest. It's my father, dad. Happy to have you here. (laughs) It's nice to be here, JT. Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas to everyone. And even though, you know, we're looking for, that wholesome family content today, we're probably not going to be giving it to you because we are discussing. What are we discussing, Dad? Well, we're not going to discuss about how bad the Cowboys are <laughs> and why you wear a Cowboys hat. We're going to talk about our Detroit sports teams, the players we like, the players we don't like. And I'd like to kick it off with something I want to say Lou Whitaker got snubbed again. They're yeah. going to retire his number. Yeah, they, they, uh, they retired his number, but he's not going in the Hall of Fame, correct? He Correct. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Not because no, I'm a Detroit. Great, he has great numbers. His numbers his numbers are better than most of the people in there. That is 100% at true. At second base. And I don't see why Lou Whitaker, Lou Whitaker should be in. Well, people always overlook Tigers players. You know that. I have no comment on that. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm happy to have you here. This is going to be really fun to do. We'll probably be bringing you back for some more. Well, that's really cool to be here. So here's, a, here's our, how I want to set this up. We're going to start. Let's start with the easy stuff. Let's start with the players we like because I feel like we can go through that a lot quicker than when we start getting upset at the players we don't like. Okay. How's that sound? Sounds good. So how I'm going to phrase this is, Dad, let's say you walk into – Ford Field, Comerica Park, mm-hmm. LCA, and you get a voucher. And this voucher is for one free jersey for any player. That I, I could get one yep, free yep, jersey. You get one free jersey. What player are you getting for each team? So we're going to kick it off here. Let's start with a nice one. The Detroit Lions. Whose jersey are you going to be repping? Well, Kenny Galladay is one of my favorite Detroit Lions. I see a lot of potential. I'd like to see him get a lot more. You know, he leads the league. Well, he might not be leading anymore, but as of one or two weeks ago, he was leading the league in touchdowns. Yes, he was. And I'm a big Galladay fan, and I do want to throw a little shout-out for Danny Prather, our place kicker. Matthew Prather. Matthew Prather, yes. I really enjoy this guy's kicking. He can miss a 20-yarder, but he can hit a 60-yarder. So so he, he's your honorable mention? Honorable mention. Kenny Galladay, though, is my my lion. Throwing some stats out there for him. Um, he's played 15 games, so every game this season. 62 receptions, over 1,100 yards re, uh, receiving. 
11 touchdowns, his long, 75 yards. So he's averaging about 75 uh, a game, and that that's with the backup quarterback for a large chunk of those games now. Um, he's had one fumble, and yards after catch, 289. So, I mean, that's, a, that's really impressive for him. And when you look around the league, you see the top receivers. He's... He's never in the top receiver category, and yet he puts up numbers with as as a top type receiver. But you never hear him talked about. We don't have a top team. Yeah, but neither does um, Tampa, and you still see them uh, with uh, Chris Evans or uh, uh, Mike Evans and uh, um, what's his name. Uh, got uh, well. We're gonna leave the coaches out of it. <laughs> no, but you, we're gonna leave the coaching out of it. No, the coaches, you, the head coaches, you, 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 they don't count. Okay, okay. Well, here, how about this? Odell Beckham Jr. Okay, right? Mm-hmm. He, he's never been on a top team, and he's still regarded as a top five receiver all the time. So why is Kenny Galladay always always overlooked? Why aren't there more plays for Kenny Galladay? There should be. There should be. But I think Kelvin that, Johnson had a lot of Kelvin Johnson got beat to death. Yeah, but a, a lot of those on those plays with CJ was always Matthew. A lot of it's a lot of ball placement. Stafford had no one else to throw to. Yeah, but it was a lot of ball placement. Stafford became a better quarterback after CJ was out of the league. That's facts. And I'm not going to argue with you. So okay, that that was a nice one. Um, for for me, uh, I put ironically Jelani Tavi. I think that's how you say it, right? That's a great pick, too. I, re- I really feel like I, I was looking through the list, and I wasn't too sure on who I wanted because I generally I don't really dislike or like any of the guys that much because I'm just so frustrated with the coaching staff. A lot of my anger is stuck on them and a lot of my displeasure. So he's been he – he was our first-round pick. Which a lot of people did not agree with. And – they were stunned, not even like they were upset, and I was upset. I remember I was sitting at work, we we were all gathered around the TV, and then we saw we heard his name get announced. I was like, I can't believe who is this guy. Yes, you were texting me quite often, and I was angry, <laughs> and many fans were. But this guy's in every single play. This guy is all over the field, and I, and, and I, I'm not trying to say he's a star or anything, but I mean, as a rookie, you hear his name called so often. He's working. He's he's crea- he's created turnovers. Mm-hmm. He he's a consistent tackler, and many people said that was one of the biggest issues with him coming out of college was um, that he lets the play come to him too much, and he doesn't go out and get it. And even though I sort of see where that criticism lies, I see mm-hmm. it during the season. But one of the things about him letting the play come to him sometimes is he's there to make that secure tackle instead of trying to. So often in the NFL, you'll watch a guy just so gun ho on making that tackle. He's going to overshoot it. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's coming in like a missile. And so one of the things, it's kind of that Le'Veon Bell thing where he moves a little slower and he lets the play develop. Mm-hmm. Then he goes and makes the play that is needed. I am a fan. Yeah. July Tavi, the only only player I could say I'm, a, I'm happy for on the defense this year. I'm a very, yeah, good player. Good pick. All right. So let's move on to your, uh, what what team do you want to do next? Up to you. You're the host. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> let's do another easy one. Let's go with the uh, the Pistons. Okay. What do you want, my the guy that I like? Yep. 
Yep, we're going to stick on that for this. Well, I'm going to tell you what. Every team in Detroit's rebuilding for the last 25, 30 years. So Correct. I am going to say instead of getting rid of all of our veterans, we have to keep a veteran. You've got to keep one veteran, maybe two, maybe one in basketball, to keep the team rolling. You've got to have some kind of experience out there. I've really turned – I've never watched Derrick Rose play before. Mm-hmm. I never paid attention, I should say. Yeah. Paying attention to him, Derrick Rose is – he's an all-star. Derrick Rose can play. Um, is he up there with all the other guards? Well, he's lost a step, of course. Mm-hmm. He's, what, 30 – just turned 31? 31, 32. Just turned 31. Okay. I think – I would like to keep Derrick Rose. I'm a, I'm a Derrick Rose fan. That's fair, but – so, so is he your favorite piston? Because that is the, the is he my favorite hands. piston? Because uh, because remember, you, it, 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 I'm not telling you who we're getting rid of. I'm not telling you who. No, you, no, you I understand that. Team. No, I'm under, it, I'm it, understanding it's, that. It's you're walking into the stadium at mm-hmm. LCA, and they said, "Hey, you can pick out one jersey. We're giving away one jersey tonight. Whose name are you grabbing?" Well, it's not going to be Reggie Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm pretty much this year. I'm. I'd like to see. I like the play of Derrick Rose. I really do. I like the attitude. I like the hard work. I think it's Derrick Rose. I agree. Uh, for me, I go with Luke Kennard. I, I just like the kid. Um, a lot of flaws in him, of course. I mean, well, he's hot and cold. He is. He he's a very streaky shooter. Uh, confidence is such an issue with him. And not only that, it's taking shots. Uh, so you can see him take twenty-two shots in a game, and then you can see him take four. But once again, hot and cold. Yep. And when he's on, he's on. When he's off, he's off. And that. That's, but every year he's improved in the last two years. He has. So. He has consistently gone better. Mm-hmm. But that's neither here nor there when the team is this this piss poor. <laughs> and that's putting it. And what if I told you there's still only two games out of the eighth seed? Well, I I I can't see a team being proud of going to the eighth seed. I'm just that's just not me. Oh, but I'm Pist- going for number one or two. Pistons Nation, baby. No, no. I can't see the AC. The AC doesn't do nothing for me. What does it do? It gets us into a playoff in game. It makes road. us look it exposes us again. It, it as you, a weak team. It puts you in the middle of the road. So that way you can't get a top pick. Oh it, yes. And then you are one loss away from having the longest losing playoff streak in NBA history. Detroit sports. So we just need to get that eight eighth seed versus one seed, the Bucks versus the Pistons, and <laughs> and we can have that record all to ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I just I understand what you're saying. Playoff I just basketball, baby. I can't buy into that though. You don't want, you don't want to hear it's playoff basketball. Down no, in the D. I don't want to hear eighth seed. Come grab Pistons your seat and watch Blake Griffin take yes. on the, the Milwaukee Bucks. Yes, pay five hundred dollars per person to go see us get. Hooper's s- going to be their signing tickets. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right. So let, let we got two teams left: Pistons or uh, Tigers and Red Wings. Which one do you want to do? Let's do the Tigers. Okay. Okay. If I was going in. There's two pitches that I like, which we discussed okay, already. Okay, hang on, hang on. Before we actually do this, sure. I would like to give an honorable mention. I think uh, they're a bad team. We know that. But I don't think when we get around to discussing players we dislike on mm-hmm. the Tigers, mm-hmm. I think we can both agree that many of the kids don't deserve any criticism currently. A criticism as in, I really just hate this guy. No, they're 
They're young. They're yeah. brought up. They're it, it, it's kind of like the Red Wings um, a year or two ago, where it was like, yeah, they suck, but God, there's so many kids on there. So I mean, the kids can't really take the blame. So you can already kind of tell what we're gonna be. And doing. we can't talk about coaching. Yep. Or the head coach. Correct. Or the management. Or the ownership. Yes. All right. So who is? Let's hear it. For the Red Wings or the Tigers? We're going to do the Tigers first. Well, Matthew Boyd, it's, I have another kind of toss-up. I'm a Daniel Norris fan. Um, he beat cancer so far, God bless. And Matthew Boyd, I just thought those they brought what they could. And I just thought they were two of the main ingredients of the team. And... I hate to say that's not saying much. No, I know that's not saying much, but um, you know they both posted a similar ERA last year, like uh, around a, around a four or five, and uh, Boyd is a lot better with uh, ball control. He had like almost a hundred more strikeouts than Norris, but overall, um, I'm pretty sure when we traded for them, they were a part of Dombrowski's last moments here, <laughs> and. In terms of any trades we've made recently, uh, that trade is still the the only two players I noticeably always, I'm like, yep, I remember those were the guys we went out and traded for. Because from the moment we traded for them, they were up in the majors pitching, and we've always been able to watch them. So in terms of anyone we've traded so far, they're the most successful. Well, and once again, that's not saying a whole lot. but mm-hmm. So... For me, um, we're going to move into, he's not technically a Tiger, but he's the only thing I have hope for. Mm-hmm. Um, honorable mention to Michael Fulmer. I love the man, and mm-hmm. I feel like the entire world has forgotten about him. And we forgot about him, yes. We have, and I mean, I don't know if we'll actually ever see him again in the majors. It's going to be very, I feel so bad. And in hindsight, we look like fools for not trading him. Um Given the injury history, I was just so excited to watch him pitch, and I wanted to keep watching him. Um, so my favorite Tiger is a mud hen, Casey Mize. Casey Mize. I watched him pitch at Auburn. Loved him. Uh, he threw a no-hitter in the minors, and this kid is a stud, and he's been proclaimed to be a stud for the longest time. And my goodness, do I want to see him come up to the majors because I just like the idea of watching one good pitcher. And I mean one good pitcher. Boyd and Norris are fine. They're, they're three and four guys in a rotation. This guy's an ace. This guy's a stud. He, he should be. He should be. We don't want to bring him up too fast to discourage No, him. no, no. Take all the time you need. We're not in any need of an ace right now. No, no. No, we're not in the running for much of anything. Except that top pick again. As it's with all our sports teams. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, no, because the Pistons will always meander in the middle. Well, Lions, the Lions, the Lions went out and activated, uh, what's his name? Running back. Carry on Johnson. Carry on Johnson. We went out and activated Carry on Johnson. Two games left and we activated With our starting running back on IR and Carry on's been hurt every every game, well, oh, every season he's been in the league. So we're going to go ahead and play meaningless games. Meaningless games. And then I see people go, oh, I think they're having him play so 
um, maybe increases trade value. He's a second-year running back. You're not trading a second-year running back. That's stupid. Especially one that's been hurt. Exactly. So I give up on that idea, as cool as that would be. Um, now, this is some tough topics tonight. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm, I'm liking the conversation. So I'm liking it, too. We, we got one left, and this is kind of I, – I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I don't like when people act like they – are all-around sports buffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Red Wings, I have spent the least amount. I was a big Red Wings fan for a long time, but I've spent the least amount of time watching them since I uh, since they fell apart. So let me hear your favorite Red Wing. Well, and you know, actually, before you say it, uh-huh. I do want to let Let's you, hear yours first. I, I want to let you know <laughs> that you're a Red Wing. By the way, it blew my mind when I look up looked up this stat. He is uh, the point leader. On the Red Wings, my boy Tyler. Yep, Tyler Bertuzzi. Tyler Bertuzzi is well. Your you got you, you know Red you Wing. got Larkin. You got Athanasiu. You got uh, what's the other kid's name? You got um, Mantha. Mantha, Anthony Mantha. Yeah, I mean these guys are good hockey players. Tyler Bertuzzi is a go in the corner, do everything kind of guy. Uh, who, uh, what was his brother's first name? Or, uh, that his, was his uncle. His uncle? What was his, his first name? Todd Bertuzzi. Todd, yes. So I thought originally when I was hearing you talk about him all the time, mm-hmm. kind of thought, and not even you, but in general, fans were talking about him in the sense of, I just really like him because I remember his his uncle uh, checked that guy into the boards, got into a whole bunch of trouble, he's a Red Wings legend. His un- uncle took a stick to a guy's head? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I mean... Um, I, I sort of always thought he was just one of those names for, you know, we got Romine's brother on the Tigers now. Oh, yes. So, I mean, it, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I, I know that name, so I'm a fan of him. But then I, I go up and pull up this guy's stats. He's 24. He's played 38 games. We got 14 goals, which leads the team. We got 16 assists and 30 points. And I want to mind you, I, I, I bet you're probably like, what's his plus minus? Well, I'm only going to tell you what's his minus because there's not a Red Wing on the team that has a plus. So his <laughs> minus is only 10. Really? And that's pretty impressive. My goodness. Well, the kid skates. The kid's heart's into it. He's a hard worker, and hard work's paying off for him. It, it definitely seems like it. And, I, and again, I'm not going to lie to you. I The only time I'm watching Red Wings games, or if they're on at work, mm-hmm. uh, if there's nothing else on that night, or I'm watching highlights. Oh, That's you're it. killing me here. I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit down and watch this garbage team with Jimmy Howard and Nett. Oh, and I and I, I the the head the head coach who. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You just said garbage team with Jimmy Howard and Nett. Yes. Oh, because you think I'm a Jimmy Howard fan? You think I know you're a Jimmy Howard? I fan. I am a Jimmy Howard fan. I also realize when it's time for someone to go. That would have been on three years ago. A year or two ago. Three years ago. A year or two ago. Okay, he's going to retire on our dime. He's going to sit there on our dime on the bench. Okay. Johan Franzen did too. He still is. Is he still getting paid? I think he's still getting paid. Oh, my goodness. What other? Okay, well, actually, so we got that done. Let's go do the fun topic. That Being nice is boring, isn't it? Being nice is boring. I want to go bash some players. Okay. Let's bash some players. Let's start you. Let you start. I want to hear your... Your lion. My lion. Oh, baby. The lion that you think. I've debated this back and forth. 
So I'm going to switch it up last minute here. Uh-oh. And I'm not going to let my my um, recent thoughts of him cloud the overall perception I have. I want Matthew Stafford off this team. I get it. He's had a um, he's had a, a good year under Darren Bevel, new offensive coordinator. Just too many times I've been disappointed. My short-term happiness will not outweigh my disappointment for him long-term. He has never won a playoff game. He's never won the division. My my quarterback, Dak Prescott, he has won the division half of the time he's been in the league, and this guy can't even stumble into one. I'm talking about when Aaron Rodgers was no longer he, – uh, he was injured. You had the Vikings running a third-string quarterback, and the Chicago Bears, I think, had – um. Chase Daniels at, at quarterback. You're telling me you can't get the job done. You want it, You were the highest paid quarterback in the league, or you, you wanted to be. So well, I mean, as you said, the reason he's the highest paid quarterback were from recent contracts of other veterans. Of course, uh, well, that could play football. Of of course, but the the issue is, and and it's with Dak Prescott too, is once you say you think you deserve that because the people around you get it, I understand that, but I also am going to expect more of you. That's just flat out how it has to be. Well, absolutely. Because I watch Aaron Rodgers ball on you every year. You blow it every chance you get. Every Um, chance we get. The Dallas playoff game, when we put up three second-half points, and you had the ball two minutes left in all year, I've heard, oh, Matthew Stafford, he's just so good. When the team's down late, oh, it's the two-minute drill, classic Stafford coming. And it was terrible. Well, you know, two, three years ago, Matthew Stafford – Stop being a mobile quarterback. Yep, but but I think he's better now. I think he's better standing in the pocket and throwing the football. Okay. This this year specifically, under Darren Bevel, is his best year to date. But here's the thing. I'm just, I'm over it. I'm over watching him trot out there. Well, when you break bones in your back two years in a row, yeah, you know what? For his own good, he should quit. Oh, you want no, no, He no, no, should no. retire. I want him off. I, no, I don't want him to quit. He, I just want him off my football team. Oh. And, and you want to know what? You want to know why he has broken bones in his back? Taylor Decker. There's my pick. Because a Taylor Decker cannot block an outside rush. I don't know about his inside rush, but it, he gets beat outside. Taylor Decker is the lion, one of the lions, along with... One of your boys, Mr. Slay. Okay, who I'm very openly critical of. Very critical of. Get something for him now. They're go- why are they? Why are all the teams going to his side of the field? Because he's getting beat too. He's lost that step. They're all beating him. Okay. But Taylor Decker is my guy that I think is killing the Lions line. I've, I, have, uh, I have nothing wrong with you picking that. Um, but going back to, the, to when you said he's the reason Stafford's injured – Stafford's injured because he won't stop playing football. He literally got put on IR. The Lions got fined because they lied about his injury. They lied about his injury. And, 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 and what does he go? I want to come back and play. Well, okay, he you loves- sit on the bench and you get healthy because you've had this same injury for two years. Well, then who do you put in to be the quarterback? They're, they they couldn't. Execute. They haven't drafted a good You're backup right, quarterback. But they couldn't do it better right now. If you ask me, you're telling me I get a top three pick. Oh, oh baby. it's time. Oh. This is this not, is not a, time. a quarterback. You're not taking a quarterback with a top three pick. You can't take a quarterback. You take. 
It all depends who's out there. LSU, oh. tell me you wouldn't take the LSU. What's the kid's Joe name? Burrow, he, yeah. will, he will go number one. And what are we going to get? Well, that's where things get really interesting. Um, uh, the, the one kid, uh, Chase Young, the uh, defensive end. Yeah, we do need a pass out, rush. Out of OSU. We do not have a pass rush. That's... That's an all-year uh, thing. We saw that all year. The the cornerback whose name I can't pronounce, so I'm not going to tell you, but he's out of OSU. He's, okay. he's considered the best cornerback in the draft. Now, here's here's something I want to discuss if we're going to go down the Darius Slay route. Oh, boy. Is, oh, boy. So Valeni said the same thing, and I'm going to reiterate it. If you trade Darius Slay, mm-hmm. you are not going to draft a cornerback. You do Darius Slay regardless, is still one of the better cornerbacks in the league. You will not waste a top pick just to try to get someone to replicate something near that. If you trade Darius Slay, you are then forfeiting the cornerback position, and you should not address it until a third or fourth round. That is my strict rule. If Darius Slay does not stay here, you do not try to use a first-round pick. For a quarterback. A cornerback. Okay. okay. What a corner. What if someone gives you an offer you can't refuse? Well, for Darius Slay. Well, they're not because it's a cornerback position. Let's be realistic here. Well, son, as you know, I listen to you every every year. Darius Slay, big play okay, Slay. Well, you, you already know I've changed that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 big play Slay. Um. Uh. The cornerback out of OSU is uh, uh Jeff Okuda. That's his name. Um. Who's done a very fine job this year? Yes, uh, he he's he's very good. Uh, and then there was there's uh, uh, Dobbins, the running back out of OSU. I would absolutely love to have him. But we got carry on. Uh, he's not in every down back. He's not in every down back. And, and the injury prone stuff, Dobbins, you know. Dobbins broke uh, Elliott's record for rush yards. Mm-hmm. So I mean, right there if you want to get someone who can be an every down back, that's the kind of guy you're going to be looking at. What do you think? I can agree with that, but why do we have so many tight ends? Well, that's an issue with the coaching staff <laughs> because there's there should be no reason Well, we, we can't talk about the coaching staff. I I know, but can't talk about ownership. But, but there's no reason you should be going out and drafting a tight end with a first round pick and then signing a tight end and then saying Eh, we don't really run a two tight end set. Yeah, oh. we might use them to block once in a while, but we're not going to actually throw the ball to them. I don't know the thinking behind the Lions drafting. I really don't. Okay, okay. I, I don't want to get too too far off topic. No, but, let's. But I, no. I definitely. I, I like, That's enough on the Lions. I liked touching on that. Okay. Lions have they have Lions. Yeah, they've caused me. Uh, they've caused me many nights of uh, going to bed extremely mad, and I have a very good video of you going off. Well, let's just leave that for another show. How's that sound? <laughs> that sounds good. Okay. Okay, so. Let's go to the Tigers. Okay. Well, I feel like, okay, you're, we're going to say it together because I know we're going to have the same one. Ready? <laughs> we're going to, uh, three, two, two one. Miguel, Miguel Cabrera. Cabrera. Yep. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. And, and um, I, if Tigers fans can happily look back on him and be proud to have him here. Absolutely. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. He has a tremendous career. He makes too much money right now, does too little. He is out of shape. He is a liability. He has not put himself in the position down into the future where he needs to be more proactive and stop relying on his raw ability 
to allow him to be great and start putting in the extra effort like Tom like a guy like Tom Brady. Tom does. Brady is a well, is Tom, the best example Tom, right there. Tom Brady, LeBron James, these LeBron guys, James. They 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 care so much about the long term viability that they have. And you see a guy like Miguel Cabrera, and it's just not there. He's given up. It's not going to me. To be he's there. given up on his career. It, it, that's one hundred percent true. And he's just collecting the pace. Natural ability is gone once you hit a certain age. And that certain still age wants to play first base. Stop. Yes. I'm sorry. Cool. You're a decent first baseman. I need you healthy to hit. I need you to hit home runs, not singles. And that's the main thing is people. Well, he was he was the top uh, batting average for the Tigers. One, that means nothing. The team sucked. Two, he batted like 286, and it's all singles. He has. Well, no he, could, he could hit a ball up the middle, and he could barely make it the first base without getting thrown out. He had no power. If he got back. on first base, it was going to be a double play. Or if there was a runner on first base, he was going to hit into a double play. Yeah. No, the, the guy is so slow, so you have to rely Cabrera on Cabrera was the man for a while, but he gave up. <laughs> and I just, I think I think it's just time to, it's we can't to we run. can't get rid of him. Nobody's going to want him. No, not with that contract, no. No. And that's okay. I'm, uh. Uh, again, this is all hypothetical if you could just take someone off the team and you didn't have to see him anymore. It has to be Miguel Cabrera. I agree. He's too much him. money. He's taking up a spot. I'm not a fan of people defending him either. There's no reason you should be defending that guy. You no. Can, no one's bashing him for the history. No. He's a triple crown winner. He's got a World Series. He's been to multiple World Series. No one's bashing him for what he's done in the past. No, but then right now, on and play. off the field issues. Yeah. Off the field issues cost him a lot. Yep. And maybe that's the reason why he gave up on heavy workouts, like Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady uh, Tom Brady works his butt off in the offseason. LeBron James, he, all the money he, you, he LeBron has. LeBron James looks like a beast still. He, he looks physically insane. Insane. He still looks like one of the most Ma- Miguel comes up men. and he runs, he runs like he's got a rubber band around his knees. And, and, and I also don't want to hear because I already can hear it. <laughs> so I'm be like, well, you're comparing baseball to – to football and basketball. No, I'm comparing taking care of yourself. Absolutely. He's overweight. You can see it. No, he's not. Oh, Big Poppy was overweight. That No. Big a, Poppy could still run. Big Poppy could hit the home run. We, exactly. Cabrera's supposed One, to be here to hit home if runs. Big Poppy, if he saw an issue with his power, then I would start to question him. I'm not questioning him because he always had the power. Right. So that's your issue right there. If Miguel Cabrera was hitting decent and he looked overweight, I wouldn't care. I would say he's overweight, what, whatever. We are in a new age of athletic players in the MLB. It is time to make sure that your big paid guys actually perform like it. Yes. Home runs. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Cabrera is the one I had to get out of the way. That one frustrates me. That's the top of my list right there. No, I agree with you 100%. And, um, you know, if, if I'm just going to mention this, even though we're not doing uh, <laughs> overall league, like uh, who you hate the most in the MLB, because uh-huh. I hate Bryce Harper. And I know you. I know you I'm not right a Bryce Harper me. fan at all. I I, I'd like to that see him choke. Been, that man has been a all-star, a, re, a normal all-star type player for the last three years. And all I hear is, oh, but remember the one year. I don't care anymore. You aren't worth the, oh, but he sells jerseys. Great. And I'm going to bash you every step of the way because you don't play like it. What did he bet last year? Let me, you want me Why don't to pull you look at here? Pull that up real quick. Give me one minute. That's a good one to pull up. Because I know, I think the first time he played the Tigers, he was batting 200. 
And what's he make? Thirty million a year. Oh God, he makes so much. Forty money. million a year. Thirty, forty, hundred million a year. He makes a lot of money. Yes, he does. Um, okay, so in twenty nineteen, he finished with a glorious two sixty batting average. Oh, but JT, hang on here. This is the new age. It's not about the batting average. We're it's about the home runs. Okay, you hit thirty five. That's solid. That's good. Um, thirty five is pretty solid. How many did Cabrera hit? A dozen. I, I don't even know if he hit more than 10. <laughs> but 35, there's there's guys in the league, there's guys coming in the league now that are already squashing that. You know, that's that's nothing to be impressed with. For that kind of money? No. No, no, that's what you that's the minimum you should do. You should bat 300 while doing that. I and think, his defense was not perfect. And you know what was really funny? Was for the All Star Game. They had him there. They they had like like his his face on like all the stuff because it was already made. Mm-hmm. And he didn't make the All Star Game. <laughs> you know how funny that is. Oh lordy! I made my night seeing that. Lordy. Okay. Okay. Any, anyways, I, I don't want to drag this out too. Long. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, that's... So, so let's get to our our next. Uh, so we've done the Lions. We've done the Tigers. Here's where things get a little more fun. Let, let's let's do the Red Wings because the Pistons will be the best one to do at the end. <laughs> Okay, mine's Franz Nielsen. The man makes too much money for the Red Wings. He's a bum. He doesn't score. He does nothing to add to this team except eat up cap. He's not a leader by any means. I I, I don't know a ton about hockey in terms of recent memory. The guy's a loser, though. He has he uh, contributes almost nothing and eats up money. And I got nothing else to say. That's all I need to say. The Red, the Red Wings are not interesting enough to warrant me going on a rant about a player. He's a bad hockey player. Well, he's gotten older, of course. Um, he always had a good shot. But this past year, no. I want to hear yours. Well, you should know mine. I think everybody listening would know mine. <clears throat> you made it clear earlier. Jimmy Howard. And I'm not going to bash Howard saying he's a terrible goaltender. Just that his time has come that... Within five I'm, minutes of game, there's. I, I get you because I'm, I'm. I don't hate him. I'm overseeing you. I expect I big saves every night, not once a week. No, no. He's he's the he's at the point in his career where he needs the team around him if he wants to be a decent goaltender. You, he has to have a good defense. He has to have a, a team that can score. And given this current roster, if you're not a really good goalie, you're not going to be doing good. And he gets exposed because it's up to him to make a lot of the plays. And, and he he lets in a lot of no, and, easy and, he, goals. and he's paid pretty well. And we it's just, paid just very don't, well. Don't need you very anymore. I'm done. No, I'm done with that too. Yeah, I, I don't. I totally respect that one. No reason to go any further than that. No, that's it. The Red Wings are not interesting <laughs> enough, and I'm not giving them the discussion. Let's go to the best one. But the Red Wings minor league is. I've heard that for like six years. Well, you're seeing some of them come up. I've heard that for six years. Todd uh, Bertuzzi, Tyler Bertuzzi. <laughs> I, I've I've heard that for a long time. Mantha, Athens, see you. Thomas Tatar. Thomas, no. Nyquist. Well, they sure seem to play good against us, don't they? Well, everyone plays good against us. Okay. All right. My fa- one of my it. favorite rollings here. This is the big here. money moment. This is the second, my second favorite. Miguel Cabrera is number one. I'll let you shoot this one off first. Okay. Detroit Pistons. My favorite. Actually, let me throw out. No, it's back. not your favorite. Or, or my least favorite. Least favorite. Let, let me throw this out, though. I actually didn't mention who my favorite Red Wing was. 
because we just went into this a uh, big long uh topic. Oh, uh, Glenn Denning. I only like him because I liked his defense when I watched him uh, back when they when he was like a rookie. Mm-hmm. I really liked the kid, and that that's all I gotta say. Uh, he was really exciting. I saw he was still on the team, and I couldn't be happier. Um, he's a good he's yes. a good team player. He's a fine hockey player. He'd probably be on like the second line, third line on a good team. Oh, I don't know about that. He's not a good enough player to be on the one line. He's not a good enough player to be on most second lines either. Okay, so we'll put him on a. He's a third, I'll put him on a third, he's a third line. line player. Okay, yeah. Cool. Okay. Okay, Pistons. This is it. The big money one. Oh my goodness! And if if my memory serves me correctly, <clears throat> are we about to bash the same person? Are we going to just go in on this kid? Well, is everyone listening right now going to know who we're going to pick? I think there's um, a fellow out there by the name of Brent, Brett Hubel, that will know this answer. Oh, goodness. Do we start with the 3 2 1 again? Yeah, let's do a 3. Okay, 3 2, two one. 1. Andre Drummond. Drummond. Oh, oh, my goodness Lord. Goodness gracious. So, honorable mentions first off Blake Griffin, um, just because you he makes so much money. It's staggering amount to just be so irrelevant out there. And when I said trade him last year, people laughed at me. But I also said trade this man last year as well. But Tom Gorris wants Seven Mile Dre to be hanging out. Seven Mile Dre. And he and and have him rapping at Central Michigan bars. And it's this man. If if I could put in the dictionary, Detroit grind. And, you know, we have a very good friend from Florida who I went to school with, Mr. Fazzini, Jimmy Fazzini, and he'll tell you the same thing about Mr. Drummond. Jimmy played a lot of basketball. He went to Michigan State. He still plays basketball. Um, Drummond, people will say, look at his numbers. I read the Detroit sports uh, site. uh, Pistons Nation. Pistons Nation, Detroit, yeah. We're and all, everyone says, look gather. at his stats. Look at his stats. Look at his stats. Look at his rebounds, Dad. He's a They're bunnies. Machine. They're bunnies. He could have – he doesn't want to get in and get physical. When you had Ben Wallace, people weren't going to drive the lane. When you had Bill Lambeer, people weren't going to drive the lane. Ben Wallace was oh, my favorite Dad, defender. Dad, Dad, you're talking about old-school basketball. This I'm is talking the about new age. old-school uh, basketball. Th- those guys were just rough. Uh, uh, you can't do that in today's NBA. Oh, well – you can sure push off, just like LeBron does all the time. But I believe that the Pistons need someone that is tough. Andre Drummond is not tough. Andre Drummond leader. isn't tough. There's no there's no set plays for Andre Drummond. He takes the ball the full length of the court and then tries to do a little bunny 12-foot-over-the-net shot or a layup instead of slamming the hell out of the basket. Yeah. I just I think he's too soft. I think he has very. He's very. I, you know, my biggest issue with him has just become. I just hate looking at him. I hate watching him hunch over. <laughs> I hate watching him just be on the court. I don't. He's not. When I think of basketball players, and I think of like good players, you're telling me if we're gonna give this man the max contract, that you're gonna ever put him in the class of LeBron James, no, uh, Joel Embiid, no, uh, Jokic, no, um, uh, Pascal Siakam, no, um, just all these guys, and even the guys I dislike, Westbrook, Harden, Durant. Oh, they're they're not 
they're not traditional centers. Like nobody's a, no, there's no one nobody be afraid. A traditional center and get paid the max money in this day and age. There's nobody afraid to drive on Andre Drummond. No, you know what people say? I'm going to drive on this guy and get him in foul trouble. Oh, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to shoot every some free game. throws and I'm going to have him go. So, oh, he's gotten better at it. No, he's gotten better at it because what he does is he just plays off of it more. When people want to go at him every time, if you see him at three fouls in the half, the moment they put him back in, the first thing you see is him go right, right. He's right under the basket. Someone goes right at him. They pick up. The, oh, that's going to be Dre's fourth. He's going to sit out the rest of the third and part of the fourth. I think to watch him run the run the court though is one of the. Oh, I don't want to say. I look. I don't want to disrespect the guy. No, disrespect him. No, he's disrespect he, him. To watch him run the court is one of the funniest things I've he ever seen. He plays point guard. He he's, like, he's a wannabe. <laughs> this man wants to be a rapper. This man wants Seven to be Mile a- Dre wants to be a three-pointer. Oh, my God. I hate that. Every offseason, I watch this guy on social media practicing his three-point shot. Then he 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 executes it two weeks for in the NBA season, gets embarrassed for two weeks, and you won't see him attempt it again until next offseason when he's excited to go try it again. He can't shoot three, stop trying. You're correct. Every time. He'll shoot three bad threes in the NBA. He'll get made fun of on social media, national announcers, and then it's over. It's never again. And, you know, once again, you're going to hear everyone say, well, look at the numbers he puts up. Look at the points he's getting, double-doubles. Yeah. Oh, he, he, he's getting he, all he these rebounds. He game, okay? Do you know how many times you see him just standing outside the circle watching the play rather than going in and getting dirty yeah. in, under the net? Also. There's a lot of talk of I've, – I've had this conversation a few times, and I know this podcast is running long, but I really want to just make sure that this is known. People say, well, he's a top-five center. Sure. He can be a top-five center if you want to talk about night in, night out. Sure. The guy gets rebounds and he puts up points. I guess if that's what you need to get through an NBA season. Why don't we talk about come playoffs when men come out to play basketball? When it's not about – what you do every night, it's about can you do what's needed to get the team to win. When this man has given you the worst plus-minus for an NBA game in the playoff history, he got beat that bad. Oh, but that's a bad matchup for Dre. Yes, that's why we don't need him. Okay? That's the exact reason. Thank you for proving my point. I'll take his points away. I'll take I'll take a guy like Ben Wallace any day. I'll take a guy like Steven Adams any day. The guy, want, like... What has he done? He's just he, he works for a team. He's ballsy. He pushes people around. He gets in their face. He's a man out there. He does what is needed. And and then uh, Clint Capella, same thing. It's these guys that I'm more than willing to have, even if they're not a good night in night out guy. I'm not paying them the max contract, so I'm saving cap space, and I'm allowed to make sure. That come playoff time, I got a guy out there that's going to get the job done. Andre Drummond, come. what has he done in his playoffs? Why? <laughs> Hang on. Tell me why I'm going to max someone who has never won me a playoff game. Because you're, oh, we can't talk about the owner. Can't talk about coaches. I want coaches. you to tell me why Andre Drummond deserves a max when he's never won us a playoff game. I couldn't tell you. In what world can anyone defend never winning a playoff game? I it's the same you. thing I said about Matthew Stafford. You never won me a playoff game. 
and Jimmy Howard has never taken us anywhere, and Andre Drummond is never going to take us anywhere. Andre's still young. Is there anyone out there that will take the contract? No, because it's a half season now. Because you didn't trade him when you had a year and a, or, or a year and a half left on it. Yep. Because you wanted to keep him. Because you believed in some some false prophecy that somehow this team can actually win a game. Gores, or whatever his name is. Tom Gores. Yes. Gores. I hate him. Well, the him and Andre are they're, they're, they're tight. They they're, they're pals. They hang it, out on it, Seven Mile together. If you listen closely, you can hear that <laughs> drunk old man on the sidelines going, "Come on, Andre, get the rebound!" He's so excited. First, right when Andre walks off the court, before he can even be greeted by any of the press, Gores is good game, Dre. Oh, I'll see you back in my room. It's killing me. It's like running your nails down a chalkboard. All right, all right, but. That was okay. fun. Yeah, no, no, no. Dad, I've really enjoyed having you here. Uh, I know we're recording this kind of late, so I thank you for staying up a little bit. And um, I definitely look forward to having you back in the studio. Well, I'd like to come back. That was a lot of fun. I got a good kid here. A lot of good friends. Hey, hey to all the people in our little football pool. Hey, hey, Jimmy Vizzini. Chad, Brett. All you guys. No, I, I, we will make sure we do this again, and we will... Matter of fact, we might need Chad and Brett here. You never know. And Mr. Vizzini on the phone line, yes. <laughs> you never know what we can do here. <laughs> um, but that's going to be it for today. Once more, though, I do want to let you guys know our plan moving forward is to have one special guest once a month. Um, it's going to be people who are just sports enthusiasts. I, I'm not into bringing certain people on, no matter what their credibility is. I'm here to talk sports with normal people like my dad and myself so thank you guys so much for tuning in dad thank you for coming in thank you and we will be seeing you guys on the next dst podcast thank you so much apple itunes youtube make sure you guys check us out leave us a rating subscribe thank you so much we'll see you next time see you